Welcome to the Empty Classroom, brought to you by the Arts Expressed. This is a very significant week on the Christian calendar, as well as on the Hebraic Jewish calendar. Today begins Passover, the day that all of Israel posted uh, blood on the doorpost, and as the angel came and the plague passed over, everyone who had the blood on the doorpost, it passed over. And Israel was delivered from 400 years of slavery along with taking the plunder. And they had to fight for 40 days in the wilderness to obtain the promises. And when that 40 days was up, which would be Pentecost on our calendar, uh, the Christian calendar, they literally looked at the giants rather than the promises of God and had to spend 40 years wandering in the wilderness before Joshua and Caleb could be raised up to go in and conquer the promises that God had intended for them all along. And today, just in itself, some of the different networks and streams that I connect with, there is a global shofar being blown, just like when the walls of Jericho, when Caleb and Joshua went in and they had to march around the walls of Jericho seven times, and on the final time they blew the shofar, and then they gave a victory shout and the walls fell. Um, there's that kind of a thing going on globally today as well as a global communion going on today. And there are so many things about this Passover that I believe are strategic in regard to what is going on throughout the world with the pandemic and families being locked down into their homes with their children. And I just want to encourage families with children in this time to spend time getting to know the person of Holy Spirit. It's absolutely essential to be in the word. It's absolutely essential to spend time in worship and praise and prayer, but it's also essential to get to know the person of Holy Spirit because when we receive Jesus as our savior and our deliverer, um, which is what we will celebrate this very week. He went to the cross so that we could be redeemed and delivered from our separation from our Heavenly Father and resurrected into a whole new kingdom life. And Jesus purchased that for us. When we receive that gift, he sends us the Holy Spirit. We ask him to send the Holy Spirit and he sends us Holy Spirit, who is the one who guides us and leads us into all truth, who helps us understand the word when we are reading it, who encounters us as we are spirit beings with a body. Holy Spirit is the one that hovered over the earth at the very beginning when God spoke, let there be. Holy Spirit is a frequency that you can um, feel and smell and taste and touch and move and all of those aspects of Holy Spirit are intended to be 
presented to our children, they come to us knowing the person of Holy Spirit and have to be taught to tune him out. And it's our job as parents, as caregivers, as grandparents, to introduce them to the one they came here with and to never leave the place of desiring to be in his presence for him ordering our steps, from him teaching us truth and leading us into all things that are the Father's um, heart and will for each one. And I've taught on this before that the praise of infants and children, he's ordained that so that they can silence the enemy. Well, there's something on our children's prayer and worship and their innocentness and their faith, like Jesus even said, unless you come to me as a little child. Um, there's something on that that silences the enemy, that silences the darkness, that silences everything. But it all comes in relationship with the sacrifice that Jesus made for us, understanding that Jesus is one with the Father, and the Father is one with the Son, and he has called us to be in that oneness. And while we walk here on earth, Holy Spirit is the connection in that oneness. And it's so important for us to teach our children to be still, to put away the screens, the TVs, the iPads, the iPhones, the friends, the entertainment, the activities, and just get alone with him. I was reading a devotion this morning that was so profound because it talks about the importance of the amount of time that we give to the Lord each day. And we're supposed to give our tithe and that that tithe meant our time, our gifting, our um, devotion, our, our passion, everything, not just finances. And when you think about a 24-hour period, 2.4 hours a day spending with the Lord is just a tithe. And how many people think nothing of spending hours on the internet, in, in movies, and on TV, and with friends, but do you give time to encounter Holy Spirit when he wants to speak to you and give you what you need for that day. Jesus spent hours in prayer with Holy Spirit and his Father, getting the directives for each day. And he was the Son of God. He was fully man, but he was also the Son of God. And if he felt compelled and the need and the desire to do that, how much more should we be doing that with our children? We should give them instrumental Holy Spirit music so that words aren't always directing their thoughts on top of all of the excellent music that's worship-filled in this time. There's a lot of instrumental psalmists that love the Lord, that are Davids, that sit with him. I'm one of them. And there are many rising up in this time where they're just recording instrumentals so that people can get alone with Holy Spirit, can get with the word, and see what he would have to say to unpack the word, give him a now word for that day, to be all that he says he is, our provider, our healer, our his banner, our presence, just all that he is, our peace. And we so need him to be all that he is in this time where the whole world is in a very unfamiliar place. And so I encourage you, to, to give them art pads and journals and instrumental worship music, soaking music, 
and encourage them that they can hear in their spirit where the rivers of living water flow. There's an internal connection. If Jesus truly is your Lord and Savior and sits on the throne of your heart, then he wants to speak to you and he's a still small voice and he speaks to each one of us in unique ways that are how he created and wired us. So uh, we all have different lenses from the Romans 12 gifts that we see the world through and we all have different um, giftings and callings and whatnot that he has sent us to earth with and we hear him his voice in the way that he created us to be in fellowship with them. So teach your children, figure out what their gifts, how they're wired. Are they artistic? Are they musical? Are they movers? Are they um, ingenious? Do they like to work with their hands? Whatever it is that they are gifted in is one of the ways that he will speak. Plus he will make words jump off the page because the Bible is a living book. It is not a history book. It is a living, active, sharper than two-edged sword, living book. Jesus is the word and he lives in that written word. And he will quicken that and make a now word available to your children to unpack that now word for this day. This is what we need to know in this time. So I encourage you in this time of Passover, of resurrection celebration, all across the globe, to take the time to get with him, to teach your children to get with him, to not only worship and praise and be thankful and ask for forgiveness for the things that we know are so wrong in our own thinking and our own actions and in our nation, but also to uh, get his strategies, to, to uh, hear his voice the still small voice, the quickened now word, the frequency of Holy Spirit that can be sensed, his presence. You can go off into the heavenly realms in your imagination and have adventures with Jesus. That is what the awesome thing about being a childlike is, is you have an imagination in your spirit going through Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. His blood rent the veil going with Holy Spirit. They can take you on adventures where you can actually see yourself in the garden, see yourself in the throne room, see yourself doing different adventures and things with, with Holy Spirit and with Jesus and with our Father in a profound way. You were created to have those spiritual encounters every single day. So encourage your children, practice it, get alone with him in this time that we have been given a divine reset, a divine pause. It's a strategic time to seek him with our whole heart, our whole soul, our whole mind, and our whole strength. So be blessed as you do that. I'm going to play in A444, um, a psalming piece, a soaking piece, an encounter piece, just to uh, be a part of the reset that allows this Passover to be something significant in his story. History is his story. And at this critical juncture, we're coming into more fullness of the kingdom. Seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and being a part of the church that he is building that the gates of hell cannot prevail against. Enter into this divine reset and um, 
see what he would say specifically with regard to what he has purposed, what your scroll is that he has for you to walk out. Each one of you has a unique one and as a family, it's a now time to train them up in the way that they should go so that when they're old, they don't depart from it. This is the way they know his word, his spirit, his truth, all the days of their life. Jesus is worthy as our bridegroom, as our savior, as our restorer of a bride who makes herself ready every day with oil in her lamp and preparing for him to rule and reign in through on behalf of, for, and with each one of us the sons and daughters that the entire earth is groaning for. So be blessed this Passover resurrection celebration time in his story.